Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, what's up, Geekscapists? Welcome to episode 174 of Geekscape. This is your favorite movies, video games, and comic book podcast. Every week we like to talk about the latest news and reviews in those worlds, movies, video games, and comics, with an expert. I'm obviously Jonathan London. You can see right here on my name tag. Uh, and I like to be joined by like a geek like like specialist. Like a, like, connoisseur like of a, the con- geek. A connoisseur of the geek. Yeah. And uh, every now and then they come from the Geekscape community. This is Alexander Raymond, but you guys know him as Monstar, Monstar on the, the Geekscape, Geekscape forums. Yeah. Oh, okay. It, yeah, you, it's awesome to be able to put a face with the bullshit comments. <laughs> <laughs> like or the what? threads that just don't go anywhere. The threads that don't go anywhere. No, uh, I love the threads that don't go anywhere. It's like that yeah. one awkward moment when someone says something at a dinner and then everyone stops talking and that is, keeps that's, moving That's on. the Geekscape forums right yeah. there. It's like, yeah. hey guys, what do you think of this? And then they just ignore... Nothing, just dead air. Like, See, my, well, my thing is, when I first saw Geekscape, you know, Geekscape, geekism encompasses a lot of different things. Yes. Some of the things I may be into may be geeky, but... Apparently not to the Geekscape at large. You know, I talk about... Action know, Figures is one that you started yeah. that we were condu- that we were pretty conducive to. There's stuff I'm into, like, you know, horror movies, exploitation movies, we're stuff all about like that. that. Nah, no one replies to any of my shit. Dude. Well, they're a bunch of little bitches. Well, now you will know because I'll post it on my Twitter and Facebook and MySpace and all that other stuff. So all my social networking people will be, like, all about Geekscape. What did you start that nobody was into? exploitation movies, like, you got to understand that, like, the only people who are really in exploitation movies are, like... Me, to a degree, and Walton. Maybe Matt Kelly. Um, uh, what else? Um, yeah. I, I, I did the Aquaman, but that was kind of a joke. What'd you do? I posted about Aquaman. Nobody gives a shit about yeah, Aquaman. Like, you know that, right? No, but it's funny. Someone actually does. Some cat out there has a blog, the Aquaman Shrine. And you guys got to look it up because it's hilarious. This guy <laughs> spends his days posting about Aquaman. And I'm like, how fucking random is that? It's like me taking, you know... I would say Luke Cage, but he's actually kind of cool. But just some random character and just Moon Knight and doing a continuous yeah, blog about Moon Knight. Knight. When are they going to realize is never going to be cool? Moon Knight will always be like a half-assed Batman. Yeah. Who is never going to be cool? <laughs> There's nothing cool about Moon Knight. Are you on there right now? Wow. Uh, the Brian, Aquaman Shrine. Brian, Brian Walton is here in the Geekscape studio uh, at the Aquaman Shrine. I got to tell you guys, last week we were up against the wall. Now we're at the desk, and we're mainly at the desk because of, uh, if you guys don't like the desk, you can just blame uh, Aaron Steger, our buddy Muldy, on the forums for, uh, we, we, we kind of we went off on him last show saying that, the, that, that 
What was the show? We started. Uh, we, we just we were just stating the fact that Leverage sucks. Yeah, but we've never seen Leverage. We well, just yeah, think it, we true. just think if we were to watch it, it would. But suck. we have seen a promo. Which looks pretty lame. Yeah. I mean, there's no reason for them to act like that unless there are actually ellipses between every word in the script. Right. So, we're going off on on, on leverage and saying it's the kind of show that like somebody bored in Nebraska would, would watch. Uh, and I have Mule, no idea what leverage is. Exactly. And Mule D <laughs> got <laughs> really defensive about it. Yeah. It's like one of those USA TNT shows. It's like JAG. It's like a show you're like, who, like how did that stay on the air for so long? Yeah. Who watched JAG? You know, like what what writer in Hollywood was like, all right, Satan, I will give you my show if you take this half-assed idea and just keep it on the air for yeah, five it was years. Like random shit, like for, burn notice yeah, and all this other I, stuff. I just need this shit to be on air long enough for my kid to go through college. All right. Old people in trailer parks. Old people in trailer parks. It's what's keeping this country afloat in general. The flyover states like Nebraska, where it's like, oh, well, you know, we would only visit there if the plane went down. What's the name of the show again? Leverage. Leverage. You've already forgotten like, it. It's like the Quincy of 2010. Right. Old, the stuff old people watch, and they're like, what the fuck is this? You know, where's Jack Clark? But, but, but there's actually yeah, been, like, like an uproar of four Geekscapists who are like, I watch Leverage. And then uh, this one guy, John Pavlich, who's um, on Twitter, he posted a... Uh, he posted like a quote from Leverage and was like, "See, it's a brilliant show." I was so unimpressed by that quote, mm-hmm. as I would no doubt be by the show. Um, so Mule D suggested, as a joke, that we should do Geekscape from a desk. As a joke, we are now doing Geekscape as <laughs> from the desk. If you guys like Geekscape from the desk, let us know. We'll do a couple more from the desk. But. Um, it, he started a forum thread that said "fuck you, Brian and Jonathan." I saw that actually. Yeah, John and Brian. Yeah, fuck you, John and Brian, because you made fun of my le- my my brutal my, my my precious leverage, and now we're we're kind of doing an episode from the desk just for you, Aaron. It's the it's the fuck you, Aaron. I thought this was gonna be like there almost like like uh, Geekscape after dark or something, where it's just like you know we have the, the you know late, smoking like late jackets oh. and you know like pipes or something. We Bring just in the hoes. Yeah, we just have like a little dimly lit something like that. Hey there, cat. You're hey. watching Geekscape after dark. Let's talk a little bit about, you know, Cocaine. Wonder Woman stuff. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We, we don't even talk about, like, we don't even talk about Geeks. It's no. just the name. Yeah. Yeah, no, we don't talk about Geeks after We yeah, just we talk just, about Coke and. Yeah. Do the name is like a barbershop. It's mm-hmm. a front. It's a front. We're a speakeasy here. Cokescape. A speakeasy? Yeah. Alex, Al- 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 um. Well, yes. We first met you when we had uh, one of your friends on the show. Yeah, as a matter of fact... Talk was, about coming into Geekscape. It was free comic book day. Me and one of my friends, or two of my friends actually, showed up to a comic book shop that you guys just happened to be filming at. That friend is Miss Phoenix Marie. For those of you who are adult entertainment connoisseurs, you would be well they aware are. of her performances. And, and it's our goal to have every adult star with the word Phoenix in their name on our show. Right. Are oh, there yeah. many? Uh, maybe three or four. Okay, so okay. you're, you're we'll almost there. there. We'll, we'll get, get there. there. So yeah, since then and I then murdered them. Yeah. Jesus, what's wrong with you? <laughs> you want the shorter list of what's right with me? All right. So then uh, <laughs> after that, I I followed up. I sent I sent your Bibiani dude some some porn that I don't think ever got reviewed. <laughs> uh, trust me, which happens. Try, uh, I got, you know what's funny? Bibiani you is a black hole of porn. It is because you I sent it to me and it won't get viewed. You send it to him and it'll get viewed but not reviewed. I watched a he few makes episodes a webbing back and I saw that someone else. Oh yeah, did you get this porn? And like, well yeah. 
well, where's the review? <laughs> well, where's the review? He's like, oh, I'm uh, supposed to review that? Yeah. Hmm. And he sent me a nice email about it. Yeah, you know, I'd like to receive some. I'm like, all right, cool. So I sent him some, and... He never reviewed it. Now, that. was it geeky porn or just porn porn? Was it just straight up porn? I don't remember. It's been a while Was ago. it like ass blasters? Yeah. It, was wasn't, it, like, it wasn't that crude. It wasn't, Your girls know. do crude stuff? Not mine. Well, fuck, I don't know. I don't I mean, actually watch Because Hustler sends us everything. Right. Like, Hustler, like, we'll only review the stuff that's pertinent to our audience. Yeah. But Hustler sends us stuff like Brown Town, where it's like two guys on the cover touching each other's asses, and the <laughs> font looks like that, like, Rocky level from Mario Kart 64. Yeah, like, how is that not you... relevant to Geekscape? That's like, what I why, wanted to <laughs> How is that not? You just said everything you said in that sentence was... Geekscape. I'm like, dude, why isn't Geekscape, you're probably never going to see a review of Brown Town on Geekscape. I'll write it. Fuck it. It'll be on there. <laughs> dirt Diggers. Yeah, Dirt Diggers. Logjammers 8. Now, I, now, 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 you, did, 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 now, talk about your business. You're a manager for, for some I, of these ladies no, of the night? Not exactly. <laughs> I, I'm just no, kidding. No, <laughs> that's, no, that's a no, two no, different... No, no, no. no, no. no th- these ladies... Uh, let, me, do, let me rephrase it. I am an adult entertainment publicist, which there you means go. There you I go. arrange their interviews, write their press releases, everything that I... Normal publicists would do I do for them get their right. magazine covers, arrange their signings, get get their stuff reviewed on Geekscape, get their stuff semi reviewed on send send it to the black hole of Geekscape uh, reviewers, <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, but get stuff get their work reviewed and get it seen and noticed. So, how did you get into this line of work? I was actually started as a blogger, where uh, beforehand so I used you to were Bibiani. Bibiani's going to do this. Is that what he is? Yeah. Bibiani's going to turn into a manager. Yeah. Wow. Bibiani's a blogger. He's going to turn into a pimp. Well, I, I was actually. Not a, you're not a pimp. Why do I say I, that? It's because I'm already working on the movie, and the movie Pimpscape? that we went. No, the movie we went to see has a pimp theme in it. Okay. I, I the other know. guys. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm already thinking about it's it. It's not a pimp, but anyway. <laughs> that's what, he yeah. wasn't a pimp. Yeah, that's what he keeps saying, yeah. But you're allowed to slap it. You are allowed to hit me, but you're okay. a manager. You're a publicist. Uh, publicist. publicist. Right. Going back, um, I used to work. At, I used to do um, merchandising for a clothing store. A lot of free time on my hand because things just started getting slow. So I would be review or watch, checking out the adult entertainment news sites, and a lot of them would talk about parties and events, past tense. They'd cover them past tense. I'm like, why not make this accessible to everyone out there who may want to go to these events and you know where people are appearing. So then I launched contactpornstars.com where. You can go on and say like, "Oh, well, Phoenix Marie's appearing here, Tanya Tate's appearing here, or you know, Caden um, Cross is making a signing appearance here." So you would like, like if, if if Tanya or Phoenix are doing an appearance, you would make that information available to friends. And do they actually want those guys showing up? Well, they want people to show up if they want, you know, but like to a party or something. Yeah. They really like, want. They, they really want a party with somebody who looks like Gilmore. Yeah. Like, Why not? Did, you, did, did you? Thank you. I mean, yeah, he may not make it to the VIP if, section, if Gilmore but he came can go to a party out. that I was sponsoring, I would put a sombrero on him, and in the middle of the sombrero would be a, like a little bit bowl, and I'd put chips around the side, and I would just have him walk around. You know, people like a, get paid for that shit. He'd be like a roving table. He'd make money off of that. But That's did you, you also buy Cure for Restraining Orders dot com? Because like, what about all these stalkers? They it's, it, actually, I, you know, being this is Los Angeles, you can't swing a dead cat without knocking over an adult star. I still can't. Yeah. Right. God, so it, it, God knows I've tried. <laughs> it was laughing over there. Um, and so I would, you know, especially like at, if they are making strip club appearances at like your local. She gets rough. No, no. What I'm saying is like they oh. want people to come to buy their merchandise. Oh, right, and stuff right. Like that, you know. And so anyway, did any of those guys get rough with the ladies? Dude, no. Okay, I don't That's know. My knowledge. I don't know. I don't always go there. So anyway, to speed the story along a little bit, um, that time as my site grew bigger and bigger more 
publicists would be in touch with me about where their clients were appearing. And at that time, it was mostly the contract girls, like the Wicked Pictures contract girls, Digital Playground contract girls, Vivid contract girls. And that, there was no really anyone doing it for the individual talents on their own. So me and my partner, Mike Moss, who was also at um, we met him. Free Comic Book yeah, Day. He's yeah. a good guy. Um, we got together, and we started at the Star Factory. Like, why don't we do this? Why don't we start this company offering publicity to these ladies in their exactly. in their events? Exactly. Um, you ever had to beat a man up? No. You try to grab a girl? No. That 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 would be my. I don't know. I, I figure like no. I I. Well, some of these, you know, the yeah. porn fans are usually the most docile. Really? Yeah, they're just chill. They they want their picture with a chick. They want their autograph. Their signed DVD. Are they shy? Somewhat, yeah. But they don't do like restraining order psycho stuff. Not that I've been. They're not frats. They're not deviant. <laughs> they're not frats. You would think that maybe the frat boys get a little crazy. They think they can get well, away with. Not, it. Well, first of all, nine tens of the ten, there's not too much. There's not alcohol like at a signing event at the hustler store or whatever. I mean, if we do a party where you know I've arranged for several parties. Um, it's nothing. No, it's nothing. There's usually security there that nothing ever wild like that happens where we actually have to have someone boot it. Occasionally, there have been times where a fan may get a little bit overzealous and ask to leave, but that happens to Stan Lee too, probably. Yeah, I'm sure. You know, so it's it's like any signing. I'm sure he's signing plenty of things. I'm just thinking, guys get like all no, no, really no. excited it's usually, with the it's usually contained. It's usually not that bad. So here, are, here we are about six years later, and yeah, this is what I'm doing. You know, nice. I, I work for a lot of different uh, stars, and I work for like events like the Exotica, that's in New York, uh, Miami, and L.A. I work for, you know, all different uh, award shows. Like I've worked the Red Carpet, the Avian Awards, uh, Expos Awards, Fame Awards. You make Fox sure that, that, that these people are getting covered. Covered. I make sure that they At get the their coverage. The yeah, get the covers. Yeah, yeah. That the stars, you know, just pretty much like I deal with the press and deal with the stars and make sure everything runs smoothly. Yeah, so you're the one on the carpet going. You can talk to this person. Don't waste your time with these guys. I, I'm not that specific unless it's a client of mine. If it generally, I'll just move the girls along. Like, hey, come on, move your ass. We got a star coming. Or I need the host on the carpet now. Or we have presenters that we need to get through. Stuff oh. like that. Pretty simple shit. You've gotten close to one of your uh, clients. Is that true? <laughs> I've, gotten, I, I've, gotten, I've gotten close to many of my clients. Really? Yeah. Yes. Whoa. No, no, wow. No, no, wow. No, 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 no. I'm just talking shit. Wow. Just talking shit. But on, but you put one of you put your fiance in in cosplay at Comic Con. Oh yeah. Uh, my fiance is. I mean, it's no no secret. I'm I'm engaged to Tanya Tate. Um, yeah, and she knows who I am. Whatever she knows what I'm about. I'm. You know, I'm at work. I'm 100%, you know, professional, whatever. But when my chill time, you know, I like to read a copy of The Hulk or whatever, you know. This dude's a huge Hulk fan. Huge, huge Hulk now, fan. If you can't see on screen, by the way, uh, his, his Hulk shirt is bedazzled. Bling, bedazzled. Yeah. Uh, in, in Tanya? She can't hear She's watching Animal Planet. Uh, I wanted, how did you propose to her? <laughs> was, was it like in a geek fashion? No, I, it was going to be in a geek fashion, but I fucked up, and I'll I'll I'll, I'll, I'll throw this in here. Yeah. Okay. Because um, she's hanging out, and she's yeah. she's gorgeous, and you you must have gotten too nervous. No, actually, what she happened? was she had to go back to England because she's English, and um, I only had like about a week to set this up. I planned it that I was going to ask her to marry me in front of Sleeping Beauty's castle at Disneyland when the fireworks went off. Right. But unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to get the ring in time. Oh, so, shit. oh shit! So I I totally blew that one, but it came out to be a positive because the ring I would have initially purchased wasn't the ring she wanted anyway. The right. one 
She won it was a couple thousand more. So, oh shit! <laughs> you would have so been I was suckered. <laughs> no, I didn't go. Was like a cheap, but you would have been the cheapskate in uh, in Cinderella's castle. No, no, I wouldn't. Have been that She'd bad. have been like, oh yes, I guess I will until the real good ring gets. Here. So here's the rest of the story. The clock was ticking. <laughs> I only had a few days before she left, and I'm oh. like thinking, where the fuck can I do this? And Where's this was to keep her in the country that you. Would no, 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 no. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm, thanks, I'm asshole. Kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I legitimately love this chick. Anyway, so. Um, did you see the movie Green Card with uh, Kevin Klein? <laughs> I took notes. She probably and, has. And, uh, That's probably like the master Did you see that plan. movie with Gerard Depardieu? No. Did you no. see I don't, I don't, I don't watch any Gerard Depardieu movies. The Juan Rodriguez movie? No, that's Juan and a Million. Did oh, you see that? Did you meet a million to Juan about that? that <laughs> no. That plot? You're trying to keep... You, you know. Now, you can't find a nice normal American I, girl like uh, David Lee Roth told Paul you to? Rodriguez. Now I've actually met. You know, it's funny. A lot in California, a lot of the girls aren't from California. They're from like other places. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I met a that's lot of. That's not weird. That's that's weird. Anyway, so the my only option was we had an event going on at the Highlands, Hollywood and Highland. Yeah. Nice place, whatever. So I took her up to the roof because I she was under the pressure that she was going to have uh, a get murdered and pushed no, off the roof. Take pictures of oh. her. So while she was standing there posing for her pictures and her purple dress and whatever i just came up behind her with my suit on and just i'm gonna murder you bitch <laughs> oh like that <laughs> like like you came up behind her and i'm dressed like a dick tracy villain <laughs> ah my purple suit no, can you she pull, was in the purple you, dress i was oh, like jesus i'm not the joker uh, yeah i was like I, I got confused i was like can you pull off a purple suit can anybody well i'm ethnic so i should be able to yeah, do it yeah, yeah. yeah. Because, <laughs> because Lolan's skin. they can do honey beige they can do shit that we can't yeah. do I can you're run. almost there i I'm sure all, as fuck uh, can yeah. no but they can wear shit like orange and look yeah. awesome you know well, then what was the color of your suit it's black. Okay. Oh, that's normal. All right. All Men right. in black. Yeah. Um, okay. okay. So, yeah. Your, so what is your ethnicity, Mr. Real? I'm a few things. I'm Native American, Mexican, uh-huh. and Italian. You're a fuck party is what you yeah, are. I am that just is, a fucking that part That is head. nuts. What, you, what happened to you? Yeah. That is nuts, Mr. Melting Pot. <laughs> so I like you. Did see a movie? So, guys. Uh, <laughs> like, that was a nice segue, by the way. <laughs> get, get, uh, Alex and I went to see this movie. Uh, it's out this week. Adam McKay directed uh, another Will Ferrell movie, with, but this time he, you guys saw it featured two weeks ago on the web sh- uh, on the uh, show. What's the other movie he directed? Well, he did um, he did Anchorman. Okay, yeah. He yeah, did okay. Talladega Nights, and then he did Step Brothers. Okay, so and yeah. Now Adam, Adam McKay and Will Ferrell are back with the other guys with Mark Wahlberg, and he it's Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell playing like the worst cops in the department, and the two superstar cops played by Samuel Jackson and The Rock. Are pretty much like the praise of the town, even though they 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 are completely crazy, destroying property, you know, to get the bad guys. Everybody reveres them as super cops, but when they get disposed of, it's up to the other guys, Mark Wahlberg and uh, Will Ferrell, to save the day from uh, kind of a um, insider trading scheme. This yeah. uh, it, 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 one of my big complaints about the movie was that that the main plot of the film didn't have enough. To I think fuel the immediate danger that we wanted these characters to that go through. That is one of the you know pretty it, much it the a big only convol- downfall. Com- yeah, it was it was convoluted because I I was like, what what's what's the problem here? It's yeah, like, what's you know, the I know there's something in there, movie. but it's like what what's the big fucking? Because basically, it becomes like a vehicle just to have Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell to go at each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? What did you think of this movie, Mr. Raymond? I actually thought it was pretty funny. I hate Will Ferrell. I think Whoa. he's the most. Ooh, nice. what, what did Will Ferrell do to you? Land of the Lost. Oh, oh nice. shit. Oh, wow. Yeah, you know what? He raped my childhood memories. The sleaze decks. What the fuck, dude? Seriously, yeah. No, seriously. No, I'm not a Will Ferrell fan. And, um, yeah, I just thought it was... I, I His stuff is usually just throw shit on the wall and see what laughs. 
But in this movie, I thought he was actually funny. I actually liked this movie. Nice. I I I, uh, I did not like the movie. Oh wow! I, I I actually I actually went home and tweeted that this is arguably the worst movie I saw all year. What? Yeah, no, please. I, I because it wasn't as bad as Avatar, but Last Airbender. But like I I knew I was not gonna like Last Airbender going in. With this movie, I go into the movie. And I'm just ready to laugh. I really enjoyed Step Brothers, Talladega Nights. For the one time I'm going to watch it, the poster says, like, it "Get fine. ready to laugh." Yeah, get ready to laugh. Like I'm into. I'm sitting down in Mark Wahlberg, Will Ferrell. I'm a fan of. I'm a fan of these guys. Adam McKay. I'm a fan of it. And for the first 20, 30 minutes, the movie is slowly finding its legs, but not having any grounding. It just felt like the two of those guys saying the weird. Like they were both weird. Will Ferrell was weird. Uh, Mark, Mark Wahlberg's weird. The commissioner is weird. Will Ferrell's wife, played by Eva Mendez, is weird. Everybody's weird. So there isn't that normalcy that sets these guys apart. Which gives it that grounding where you say, okay, now these guys actually have to deal with a real situation. Which is still so vague with the whole uh, Steve Coogan plays this... um, this wealthy investor from Britain you know, who's, who's cost people a bunch of money in like a Ponzi scheme and they're now after him. So uh, Mark Wahlberg's kind of uncovering it, but it's never really truly def- defined in, in very physical means. You don't see much more than like a building explode or somebody get kidnapped. You don't, the, the through line is very convoluted. Yeah, you know there, what was, I mean? there was just, I it do didn't, agree it with didn't you feel like It didn't feel like they were chasing any one bad thing. And even when the when the laughs kind of expired about thirty minutes of the way in, you're like, man, this movie is crazy. Now let's have it start being about something I can follow, and it never really did that for me. And in those the weird jokes that I was with in the early part of the movie, by the end of it, it just kind of became annoying. And there's a sequence toward the end where I literally thought I was watching like a scary movie or like a not another teen movie or something like that, where I was just like, these the talent in this film is above this. You know, I can't take this seriously. I, I, I had a good time watching it. I thought it was... I mean, I, I didn't go in expecting much. Maybe that's why mm-hmm. I came out with a different uh, opinion. I just thought shit was going to blow up. Maybe mm-hmm. it'll be a few laughs and it'll be a summer. It did deliver story. on that. Yeah, and you know what's ironic is that the best part I liked was the Sam Jackson and Rock interaction. Which hope, is over with quick, yeah. Yeah, hopefully they'll have a little prequel for that shit and I'd pay good money to see that. Because, yeah, I mean, if, if Mark Wahlberg really did play like one good cop type of thing but he starts getting weird like he yeah, goes he goes to visit his ex-girlfriend in a ballet studio and he's you know and he acts weird with her and so you, there's really no in for me as an audience member to say okay this is the guy we're going to get behind who's going to go after him when will farrell's character ends up being that person it's through a montage sequence and you see a montage where you starting to put t- the pieces together but you've already spent so much time on something that's undefined in the movie that by that point you're just exhausted trying to see what this movie is yeah, actually about. Yeah, on that point it should have been Mark Wahlberg to be the straight guy, so to right. speak, and just, you know... There are going. creative moments. I mean, yeah. it, it, you know, there's a moment at Awake where uh, where the two cops kind of get in each other's faces yeah, yeah. And, and they start fighting, but they have to keep it quiet. So everybody's whispering things that you would be yelling at another person, you know, like, if I, you know... If, if you and I were in a heated shouting match, but all whispered, and when other people come in, like Michael Keaton's, uh, you know, bo- he's the boss. Yeah. When, when, when Michael Keaton comes in and starts doing the yelling, everybody still stays a little whispering. Michael Keaton was funny. Captain it was refreshing Jane, yeah. seeing him. Um, the, again, for the talent involved, I really just wanted a movie that was a little more solidly told. And okay. the craziest thing was the credit sequence. 
Oh, the Ponzi scheme? The credit sequence was like literal statistics, serious statistics about Ponzi schemes. And it was weird for me to think that the, the people who made this movie assumed that the audience still cared. You know what I mean? Like you're watching this comedy and you're enjoying it and it's so crazy, it's so wacky, but then they give you really serious credit sequences about the reality of Ponzi schemes. What's a Ponzi scheme? A Ponzi scheme is where you just flood uh, an investment, right? Somebody goes out and gets a bunch of invest- uh, investors together and they just fucking waste all their damn money like what Bernie Madoff did. Last year. It's a pyramid scheme. It's it's a fucking pyramid scheme. Investors get investors get investors, and there's no backing it up. There's no securing that these people will ever get their investments back when they actually want their money back. The money's gone, right? Uh, So you're investing in something that's not being held. Oh, it's like that. It's it's like that, uh, what's your dream car, guys? Yeah, but that's somebody trying to sell something. If you actually, if I was to say, okay, Gilmore knows how to invest this money, and I was to give you $20. You were to go out and invest that $20, but end up losing some of it, and ask for my $20 back, which you promised to me, you don't have it. Right. And if that was done against across millions and millions of dollars, big problem. Yeah. And then if I was to go out and get investors to invest in me, to invest in you, it's, a tra- it's terrible. So did you learn anything interesting about I, Ponzi I, schemes? I couldn't pay attention. I was like, wait a minute. They're asking me to take this shit seriously after I just sat through a movie mm-hmm. that was so wacky and had no grounding? Like, It's like if at the end of Talladega Nights... You finish watching this movie, and then during the credit sequence, they were like, corruption in sports, and they just showed you all this shit. Or at the end of uh, Anchorman, they're like, the media's failings. And it was like, dude, we're not paying attention to you anymore. This is just weird. That is weird. And it, the, the graphics were all animated. If I worked on the movie, nobody would be looking at my name. You know, it's like you're watching these weird graphics about, you know, the falling economy and how AIG got bailed out. It's like, this isn't the forum for it. Is I think what I'm saying. Well, I mean, what, what they're probably trying to do, it's like, my movie's relevant. Movie's not relevant. I wish it was, because I want to see a really funny Adam McKay, Will Ferrell movie. What's like... the last good thing Adam McKay did, though? I, I, I like Step Brothers. Oh, really? I didn't like I Step Brothers. It. Step Brothers had one good scene. It was that, well, there was that sing-along in the car. Step Brothers I thought was funny. I like parts of Talladega Nights. You know, but... But but this movie did you ever see the unedited version of Anchorman? Nah, man. They took like the parts that were <laughs> they, 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 like, nah, they took the parts that were cut out of Anchorman and made a second Oh yeah, 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 that, the, oh, the other movie. The other yeah. movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was originally Anchorman. Oh. If they had kept that in the movie, the movie would have been terrible. Yeah. This feels like that movie. Oh, okay. I felt like they should have just taken shit out and made it like cut the fat, trim the fat, you know? Cuz there's yeah. funny shit in here, but it's it's all Sam Jackson and The Rock. And okay, so let's let's look forward to the Sam Jackson yeah. Rock movie. Uh, what you do is you go see a movie, sneak into this movie afterwards, and leave after 20, 30 minutes. In my opinion. Alright? Um, <laughs> what? It's my opinion. What? It's America. It's just such sage advice. <laughs> it's America. It's America. It's America. It's America. We can do that shit. We can say whatever we want. Um, do you guys like how this is going with the... With the uh, the desk and everything? You think so? Audio listeners yeah. love it. I audio, audio listeners should start throwing pins into the ceiling. What do you think? What do you, what do you yeah. think, Paul? You cut over there. Somebody's doing like music. <laughs> um, so uh, I'm right here on the Geekscape website, which you guys should be visiting, and I'm looking at Geekscape.net. some amazing uh, news. Uh, the here's some news that Stephen Modern Boy posted that only people who are uh, how would you? He, he's like a Britophile. He's like a he's like a Anglo. He's an Anglophile. There he is. 
he uh, is all about the British TV shows. He said, "Oh, the Torchwood Four writers were announced," and so he announced. He found out that the, the uh, writers are announced. How hard yeah, it's like, he's like that, that's how hardcore the he is. writers are announced. We have the grip. He's the like, grip yeah. Is like, <laughs> fuck yeah. Like, like, are you watching Torchwood? Do you like that stuff? Because you like Doctor Torchwood's Who? Torchwood's fantastic. Torchwood's good. Are you excited about this? Uh, the new writers being announced for season four? Uh, I actually heard they were good. Like, there's going to be Buffy writers involved, which is the exciting news. Sure. I heard the caterers really good. Jane Espenson, <laughs> yeah, who was only yeah, yeah Jane Espenson. Uh, and then here's here's some actually good news. Um, did you see the one. Did you see the the Avengers, the Avengers Comic Con teaser, which is no. basically Sam Jackson talking over an Avengers logo? You know, some on another forum, or maybe it was this forum, someone made a comment which is pretty relevant. If you haven't watched, uh, I think it's down it's off. Literally, of, like in a time where all has failed, the Avengers uh, will be born. Someone said it's supposed to be the Avengers will be assembled. Yeah, what the fuck? Oh, they fucked that up. Good How call. can you fuck that up? It's the Avengers. And it's Sam assemble. Jackson talking while like the Avengers logo is like coming at you. I, uh, I've I've cried a few times in theaters, but I haven't done it for a while. Well, I guess it's a liar. It's <laughs> such a lie. <laughs> What's a while is irrelevant. <laughs> but you know, uh, you didn't cry during Airbender. I I didn't see it actually. I didn't even bother. Um, but uh, the next time I plan on doing it. Next time I plan on crying in the theater. Plan you plan on crying. This guy's gonna roll in there with like a box uh, of Kleenex and just. I know what's gonna happen. Same box of Kleenex I use for other reasons. He, he, when he was a kid, he's watching Nell and shaking. <laughs> I did watch Nell a lot as a child, but um, the uh, when whenever uh, Captain America says Avengers assemble in the trailer, because that has yeah, to be a huge yeah. fucking part of that trailer. Avengers assemble, right? But and no, Avengers were born. Shot. What the fuck? I'm, 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 I'm kind of still sitting on my hands waiting for. Are the, you? <laughs> for the, for, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like. There's got to be an. Out, there's got to start being an outcry from us geeks that the Pims are going to be in this movie, right? Like. We're yeah, gonna get, I, I we're gonna get, pretty much don't like either of them, so. We're gonna get the Pims though. They're founding members. But they, but they're starting to keep people out. Like, did you hear that other piece of news that no, on uh, the Week in Geek? Every Friday on Geekscape.net. Oh, right, right, right. The Week in Geek. That's, uh, that would be uh, Eric's article. Let me bring that up here. That's um, Eric AD's article. So they're thinking about making uh, the Justice League. Oh, that's right. Sans, Batman, and Superman. Blasphemy. Yeah, they're going to do this Justice League movie. They're thinking about being like, oh, Superman's in good hands. Batman's in good hands with the Nolans. Eric's here reporting that. Can we get the Aquaman shrine on this? Because there's Aquaman picture. Yeah, the Aquaman, <laughs> Aquaman shrine. Can we go to the Aquaman shrine news? They probably have the whole lowdown. Uh, what would the Justice League of America movie, movie deal with? With like, uh, Walton from the city audience. What do you think? If it's the Justice League International movie. Yes, well, Justice League. Yeah. yeah, if it's Justice League International, <laughs> Doctor Light. Work. Yeah, that's if it's awesome. JLI, it would work. Um, and then, of course, you got to post the picture of uh, Nick Cage's Superman in there. Wow. So, I had actually never seen that. It's horrific. It's terrible. It's terrible. Uh, did you see this news uh, that Eric posted about the possibility of Quentin Tarantino uh, directing The uh, Shadow? Yeah. The Shadow that was turned into that. It is like that old pulp comic, and, and it was turned into the uh, Alec Baldwin movie in like the early yeah. 90s. Before he got that barrel chest. Could you see Fox, who owns the rights, giving Quentin Tarantino enough leeway like no. to do something cool with The Shadow? No. Money talks. You it just know. doesn't. No, it's gonna be one of those things where it's Tarantino's like, all about original, like his yeah, own original it's material. Like, here's a, it, what's gonna happen is, if it happens at all, is that Tarantino's gonna sign on. He's gonna get in a little fight with Fox, and then he's gonna jump off. Yeah. And then we're gonna get like Stephen Summers or something. He's some like, shit. my buddy Eli Roth can take it from here. That was a moment of silence from all us geeks. No comment. 
I should get like I should get like a tumbleweed. What else we got? What else we got here? Um, oh yeah, here's sequel news. Uh, Steven Summers is potentially directing GI Joe two, and the uh, the argument Bibiani puts forth is it's not broke unless you if it ain't broke don't wait. He's the guy who broke it. That's what he said. <laughs> if it ain't broke, don't wait. He broke it. Um, yeah. So Steven Summers, this uh, GI Joe two idea. What, what would possess people to do a GI Joe movie? A sequel, like Money a sequel to that movie. Boobs. Money and boobs. There were no boobs in there, were there? Yeah, they were nice. Well, not real. Boobs, Everybody involved is a hot. boob. Yeah. So yeah. Um, anything with a weigh-ins in it is just yeah. bad news. Um, speaking about uh, in you know directors who are big um, in that world, directing superhero <laughs> movies for for Fox, uh, this Robert Rodriguez directing Deadpool. Dude, Story, what do you think of this? Let me jump on this for a second. Okay, you jump. That's what you're what here for. What the fuck is up with Deadpool? Why do... Did, did, talk about someone who made a pact with the devil. Did someone who created this character... I don't get Deadpool. I think he sucks. Him. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Deadpool I think sucks, but it's he's rammed lame. down your throat. Like, you can't... You There's know, like eight Deadpool titles right now. Eight Deadpool titles. He joined X-Force. Every other title from Marvel has Deadpool on the cover every other month. It's just... He's annoying. He's annoying. He's annoying. He's not cool. I don't get um, it. I was reading. Did, did you guys? Rob Liefeld created. Rob Liefeld created. Yeah. Let's get Steven Summers to direct it. Did you guys? Uh, I've been telling you guys to watch, to read this X Men Second Coming storyline that's been going through the Yes, X-Bugs. actually, I read it because I watched an episode of Geekscape, and yeah. you said, "Did you, did you like Coming. it?" I, I'm halfway through it, it's but the shit. I've read it because of what it's you were saying. Shit. It's the shit. Okay, now at X-Men the end, at the end, there's a major funeral. In the last issue, there's a major funeral. And, like, in the back is Wolverine. Maybe standing in front of him is Colossus. Towards the front of this funeral for a major X-Men character is Deadpool. And I'm like, Deadpool is... People love Deadpool. Deadpool is here at the funeral for a major X-Man, like, chilling out. Like, giving his... He's a wacky guy. He throws he out... He thinks it's smart. Yeah, he, throw, he throws out smart-ass responses and shit. And, yeah. he's, and he's sitting here giving, like, his question thing. question from the audience. Our guest is going to call on someone else. So lame. Well, I don't want to interrupt, because uh, I'm just supposed to be watching, but Deadpool is... Hideously deformed. I mean, Head, Deadpool match. is hideous. And deformed, yeah. boys like him because it's like, oh, the ugly guy is smart and witty. Like, the ugly guy can crack wise. He's that's, lying that's spi- like Spider Man. Spider Man's an average guy who geeks are supposed to like, yeah. like feel yeah, for. Who's yeah, smart an average and witty. guy with a hot wife and a six pack. Yeah. Well, Batman's a millionaire he's and everything. No, people but, love but Batman. He's, he's got spider serum going well, through his veins. That's, that's what gave him the six pack. Jesus. Before that, he didn't have a six pack. It's spider serum that did it. Walton, you have to go. What are you? What are you here for? What are you doing? Oh well. Walton, come here. Walton, come here. Jump in. Walton, what are you doing? I am here to promote our Geekscape contest. What's we're, the, having we're having a contest. Having what no is this? Frame. We are giving away Scott Pilgrim T-shirts this week. We on are Geekscape's Twitter. Uh, the rules of the contest are pretty simple. You just have to have a Geekscape account, retweet the message that we post. The Monday Walton posts through the Geekscape account. Through the Geekscape account, I'm going to post a, a Twitter message Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. We have three t-shirts and a poster. Uh, and just retweet it with your Geekscape account and retweet the saying that we tweet that day. Yeah. And you'll be entered. And we'll draw it uh, at the end of every day. We'll have a drawing for all the people that retweeted and give away some really cool shirts. Now, uh, Walton, can you enter more than once? No. You cannot no. enter more than once. But... Uh, In a day. In, in, in a day, once per right. day. Right, uh, once per day. Like, like if you enter on Monday, you can still enter on Tuesday. Yeah, you can still enter on Thursday. Yeah. So, uh, 
So you can um, enter every day, but what if you went on Monday? Can you enter again? Yeah. Well, sure. But yes. Like, we want people retweeting, mofo. Yeah. The the idea is to spread the word that you, you know you don't know what this is is running a business. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> um, so you don't know how this works, Gilmore. This promotion thing. So it's uh, Scott Pilgrim T-shirts. We have uh, one of these full. This is gonna be given away on uh, Wednesday. These are larger. <laughs> but, but you know somebody who's a large. This is gonna be get, given away on Wednesday, and then we have um, two. It's the gym. Two, two regular uh, shirts with little slogans from the movie on Monday and Tuesday. And Thursday, the big prize is a mini one-sheet signed by Brian Lee O'Malley and Edgar Wright. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Sheet? It's like a, a it, yeah. It's a poster. It's like that. It's like that big. So it's a poster. It's yeah. a signed poster. Signed poster for all of our foreign for, friends. For, yeah, signed poster for uh, signed by Brian Lee O'Malley and <laughs> Edgar Wright. No, it's good. I, uh, you guys, guys. So that 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 contest is already started. Twitter. So you want to follow Geekscape on Twitter at twitter.com/geekscape d o t n e t, and that's how we're gonna do that. Walton, thank you very much for your uh, look at that. Walton is in charge. So so what you're gonna do is you're gonna you're gonna retweet Walton's message and then put your Geekscape username there at the end. How does that work? You like that? You like that, Mr. Shaky Cam? Gilmore, please get it together, please. Is there an earthquake? I want to win. By the time this airs, there's already going to be one winner. Yeah, there's already going to be a winner by the time this airs. You so already that have could be you. Yeah, you should have already been starting, like following us. What are you doing? Wake, um, up. Wake up and tweet. I want to win the picture, the little picture of the cat you drew. Uh, we have the angry cat picture. People have been purchasing <laughs> things from the Geekscape website. I know, dude. <laughs> and, uh, and, and we have a winner. We actually oh, have, we have the winner, winner already. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we haven't announced it yet, but uh, that person is going to. Receive that this week, and they're going to end up uh, posting it on the. Uh, That's awesome. On the forum, it, yeah. You post a picture of your anger cat and what you want on the forum. How great must that be? You order something, and all of a sudden there's a, a hand-drawn picture of an angry cat. Just and the and the DVDs and Blu-rays that come with there it. There you go. You just can't. You win when you when, when, you, when you follow Geekscape. You when win. you go Geekscape, you win. When so, the rest of your life is ratcheted up as a loss, you win. All right. What else? When the rest we? of your life sucks. <laughs> Geekscape, you win. You um, win. I read that X-Men Second Coming uh, finale, which is awesome. What's really cool is that you, it really kind of segues you into where the mutants are in the rest of the uh, new Marvel Universe, which is the, the heroes, like the heroic age. Yeah. You know, you've got the Avengers, and they're wholesome, and they're going to go after the bad guys. You've got the Fantastic Four, and they're wholesome, and they're going to go after the, the science bad guys. And basically, Marvel's just purifying everything and making it just fun four-colored comic books again. The X-Men, though, are really having trouble dealing with the fact that Scott put together a team in X-Force that proactively goes after their bad guys and kills them. Which is something that... Which the, which is why Beast left the team. Like, Henry was like, there's no fucking way I'm part of X-Men when... I think we're getting to the part where led by I, a guy, I, yeah. I, I stopped reading. But if, you've been, but if you've been reading X-Force, it's been kind, no, of, I don't it's read been kind of a deal, too. It's The whole team is like a secret. And it's Cyclops' yeah, well, secret. That, and he's like, because the X-Men, you know, Xavier's dream was coexistence and forgiveness and all this. And, and Scott is deliberately putting a team together of assassins that go out and if you threaten the X-Men, we kill you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, uh, and so the big thing towards the end, of, uh, the end of Second Coming is Storm finds out. Mm-hmm. And Aurora's like, like, Logan. Your entire thing is you don't want to be an animal, but you really are doing what Scott tells you to do. Like that's not the man I know. And well, and you know, and Logan's feeling all bad for himself and this and that. But 
she's like, well, you know, what's going to happen when when Steve Rogers finds out about this? What's going to happen when Tony Stark finds out about this? What happens when Reed Richards finds out about this? How is the rest of the Marvel Universe going to react yeah. to the fact that the X-Men are now acting like villains? We're not going to be part of it. That's an interesting... Yeah, so, 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 so Cyclops uh, dissolves, quote-unquote, dissolves X-Force, but in like the final panel, you find out that Wolverine's like, you know what? Scott's not endorsing us. Scott's not going to do this anymore. But then you see like the new X-Force, which Deadpool's a part of, and it's like, so we're just not going to tell anybody we're going to keep doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Again with the Deadpool. I know. It's Deadpool. It's Psylocke. It's... It's 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 Archangel, it's Mutant X, it's whatever. Dude, I think I saw Psylocke. Deadpool in, a, yeah. in an issue of Brightest Day. Now it's like this is just Deadpool is just all over the place. Yeah, Deadpool Deadpool should show up in like Avatar books at this point. Yeah. Just like show up in like Dark Horse comics. It's a like Hellboy, and then all of a sudden Deadpool, Deadpool shows just up. Just random one panel. Hey guys, I'm the only comic book creator ever created. Comic book character ever created. That's what it feels like with the Deadpool. Yeah. Um, what else we got there? I. I went and bought like uh, the new Walking Dead f- trade for Laura, and I also bought like uh, some Invincible stuff. And Ro- Robert Kirkman's buddy, who was manning the booth at Comic Con, was like, "Hey, have you read this? Try this out." And he gave me this book called Witch Doctor, which doesn't come out until t- till 2011, but this preview's available. And I was like, "Hey, it doesn't look like anything I'd normally read. Guys in tights punching monsters, but I'll give it a shot." I've never heard of the creators. This guy Brandon Seifert and Lucas Kettner, um, and it's it's Image is putting it out next week, and then it's a black and white book. This preview is black and white, so it looks straight up indie, mm-hmm. right? But I start reading it, and it's actually pretty badass. The artwork is pencil looking, like it do, it hasn't been inked over. Is it going to be um, once it comes out next year? I don't know. I don't know. But but this thing. Basically what it is Is they have this vampire And they have him In a straight jacket And the witch doctor And his team The girl has like Kind of like Gothic She's like kind of goth And quiet And she has like superpowers And then like This guy who's just Like an average EMT They are uh, They wake up this vampire And they're interrogating him And they're looking at The source of his vampirism Which actually turns out to be An organism That is living Inside of his mouth All the way down through his body And has wrapped itself around his heart And is living off of him like a You know like a Parasite or something Like a parasite Yeah it's a parasite It's not controlling him It's a parasite Ah And so Wait so he decides to be a vampire? No no This thing has jumped into his body And has wrapped itself up in 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 his body And it won't And it's using him Okay. And it's a vampire, but it's using him to get to get blood and to spread its eggs through the through the blood. It spreads its eggs into other hosts, and it develops in your body. Concept. And so basically, they're deducing all these things in their interaction with this vampire. You see that the vampirism is an organism that can come out of its mouth, and it does. It's like this giant worm thing that shoots out of the dude's face and starts talking through the guy at them. Jesus. And so basically, what it is 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 in every issue they find like. Uh, reanimated corpses like zombies Or they find vampires Or they find werewolves And they find a natural reason for why that monster would occur It's not magic It's not gothic It's not It's not like some weird shit they're get, they're, In the natural world You have a, a, a crustacean That will eat a fish's tongue And replace it Right? In the natural world you have frogs who turn into females you know, to continue like in the natural world, the natural world is weird enough. Yeah. And so, out of the natural world, these 
supernatural monsters that we know about, what is their basis in like in a realistic world? That's Ooh. what that's the approach of this book. And yeah, I, I was like, so that it show, was such a fucking good read. Now, of course, the, the monster, the monsters inside of me, mm-hmm. that's on Animal Planet, I think, or something, or one of those stations. And I guess they talk it's about like the a parasit- lifetime show. Well, it talks about like the parasites that we come in contact with. So I mean, this and is they do crazy like, shit and like. You know, and, and, and they were like, okay, well, why are vampires scared of the cross? And it's because in the same way that uh, a cat will avoid, uh, a mouse will avoid the, the smell of cat urine because over time has learned to fear it, mm-hmm. these these creatures, which were hunted by the church for, for hundreds of years, have learned to avoid the cross, and you know what I mean? Like, it gives it gives real-world answers oh, to some of the crazy cool. shit. Yeah, it, it was a great, really damn well-written What's book. What's the name the of this artwork again? supports it. It's called Witch, Witch Doctor. Doctor, and I guess they're launching it in 2011. Why is it called Witch Doctor? Because the dude is a doctor, and he does all Witch sorts of crazy shit. But, I mean, look at that. Like, they do, they, I don't know. They do, like, scientific diagrams for... Uh, so we gotta wait till 2011 for this read. That's what it says. Witch doctor oh, coming in 2011. Cool. That's cool. Was that a, did you, was that a scientific diagram of how vampires come to be? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what cool. it is. Like, like you see this anatomical diagram of this vampire thing that's living badass. inside of this dude's body, and it looks it looks show that to our audience. Show that. And those are by some cats that who you never heard of before. Just I never would have picked up that book. Yeah, no, I mean just by the. But Robert, Robert Kirkman's buddy was like, you gotta. You got to read this, and I was like, okay. You know that's you cool, though. If you, you know? give me a free comic, I got, I will read it. Yeah, free that comic. That is day, my, that is my guarantee. On free comic day, I found Geekscape. Uh, few. Welcome, <laughs> welcome. You know, there's actually a few new reads that I picked up. Some of the Boom Comics stuff mm-hmm. was really good. Boom Comics puts out some awesome. Books. They do. I wouldn't have never. I would have never picked up a Boom Comic had it not been for free like comic. Dead Run or what was it? The Dead Run, the one where the dude has to deliver like a nuke to San Francisco no, in the like, apocalyptic yeah. future. That one's awesome. I love the Farscape Boom books that they're putting. Boom is putting out the Farscape books, and then Irredeemable. That is beyond awesome. Irredeemable is awesome. We talked about that last week. Oh, did you? That is yeah, the best like, damn book. I look forward to reading that one. Whenever it comes out, what are you reading, Mr. Raymond? That one, uh, I, I, you know, I'm as much of a Hulk fan as I am. I just can't read the Hulk now. That it's pretty badly done. It's just, this whole Red it's Hulk just, thing. Did you read Red Hulk when it's it just brutal. Dude. I started when it first started because they're coming off of World War Hulks. Yeah. Uh, World War Hulk. Because everyone Hulk. jumped onto that. Because yeah. Of that. And dude, I wanted to put a fucking bullet in my head. That whoa, thing was whoa, whoa, whoa! So whoa, it was so bad. No, I don't scale in the back, dude. Just go forward. Because then all of a sudden you got the red she red Hulk and all this other nonsense. Oh, this is silly. Really? A bomb and all this stuff, and I'm just like. Because nobody's reading it, so you have to. Tell yeah, you know, you know where. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm pretty much the only way. Yeah, it's, it's, and Marvel's trying. They're doing like crossovers. Yeah, this will be a thread like, on Geekscape. Oh, One of my friends. Hulk. <laughs> You're not gonna. No one's gonna read it. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's pretty much that where it's like all these other cats are involved, and they're trying to make it as. War of these, all these Everybody's Hulks. a Hulk. Everyone's uh, a Hulk. I think I'm a Hulk at this point. So yeah, that's silly. You know, Deadpool's gonna be a Hulk. Yeah, I think so. Hulk pull or Hulk pull. Like there's that. like they brought in Spider-Man and Captain America and no, Thor didn't. as Hulk. No, they didn't. Yes. What's happening? Wait, to no Marvel? way. Wait, I was just joking. They did. They did. Yeah. It's. What's happened to Marvel? Shitter. They were good know. like three years. It's ago. all about the money, baby. Like three years ago, they were like at their peak. Like people were loving them again. It's like they have to overexpose certain characters to realize okay that was too far and then they scale it back they had they're like it's like they're finding the comfort zone for certain properties and it's like being with a they, girl in high school and they can't do it just based <laughs> on just estimates they have to do it by just like nuking the damn yeah thing. you know i i even you know i try to give the son of hulk a shot but even that was fucking 
Just, bought the first issue and I was like, yeah, done. Was done. No. I would have liked to see the conception of the Son of Hulk, though. That'd make a good comic. Nah, Splitter in half. Just a huge fucking green. And I like Planet Hulk. Planet Hulk, yeah, Planet yeah, Hulk Planet and Hulk World, War Hulk, World War Hulk were badass. Who was the guy who was writing that book? It was, um, he went to Harvard. No, he went to Yale. Who? What was his name? And, uh, it was Greg Pak. Yeah, Pak. He was writing that book and it was awesome. Don't know why he's not writing that book anymore, but as much as we like Jeff Loeb and Gilmore's actually had smoothies with Jeff Loeb. Yeah. What, what, what's your awesome. the audience? What, what, what kind of smoothies were they? What did you have? Banana, banana, banana strawberry? strawberry. Yeah, I remember. I think it was like a strawberry. It was at Wizard World like three or four yeah. years ago. So, you guys just sat down and just decided, hey, let's go yeah, get some smoothies. Yeah, you for a Kingscape. Yeah, oh, I didn't know. I thought yeah. you were just like sitting there like, hey, you want to get a smoothie? No, but it was like yeah. an interview. Oh. And, then, and then instead of usually it's like, all right, hurry up, let's go. It's just like, want to get something to eat? It's like, sure. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Like, yeah. smoothies. So, as much as we like him, that... And that's kind of like how I, rough, man. yeah, I, I started jumping in on posting on the Geekscape because I used to go to Hulkspace.com. Look at that. Hulkspace Aww. is a little forum that died. Shit, these nerds are for real. It died? It died. I didn't know this. What? Yeah, they have a Guardian, Guardians of the Globe book based, spun, spun out of uh, Invincible. That's good. Come on, the audience needs to have a through line for your like asinine. Out of random, that was just random. Gilmore just pointed to a picture on the back of that Witch Doctor comic and was like, oh, "I didn't know they were making this comic." It was like, "Well, the audience doesn't know what you're talking." It's like about. Paul Schaefer just all of a sudden yeah. start going into. Oh, there's an extra key here. I didn't know about that. I could put it on that. Guardians of the Globe is the superhero squad in the Invincible universe, and they're making their own book. So Gilmore's very excited about that. Thank you. Um, continue on your, what, uh, that, that what was you, it, that you, was you used to go to Hulk oh, Space Hulk Space yeah then it died but anyway um, <laughs> you know as, like, an, as an expert as an expert riddle me this what do you think of this, this whole uh, Mark Ruffalo Ed Norton thing what, what then the tell f- me then, you no, know please, what, man? No, please like, before you get angry please in a reasonable in a reasonable discourse here in this forum please you know Bruce Banner is supposed to be the puny human. Not this dude is like six foot three, you know, kind of a bigger dude. Probably knocked me the fuck out. I saw out. Mark, well, Mark Ruffalo at, uh, I saw him at Good Stuff Burgers over an Olympic. He seemed like a, like a normal I'm dude. I'm sure he did. He could probably play like a normal Bruce you Banner. You think so? Yeah, totally. He's not, he, he's not jacked or pumped or anything like that. They yeah. did, they did not get Eric Banner back. Like, they did not get some like chiseled ass dude. Pitch, Mark Ruffalo is pretty rough. He's Mark a pretty Ruffalo Ruffalo rough, he's regular. Guy, but he, I mean, he looked kind of big Thank in the. You. So he's fine. Mark Ruffalo's fine. But he's not someone you're excited to see in any... No, I'm not excited right. to see him. Yeah, he's yeah, one of those right. dudes who's like, it'll be like a J-Lo movie, and then he'll be like the male lead because they're... Or Shutter Island, and he's in Shutter yeah, Island. Yeah, he's like, always like the yeah, main he's good, side guy, he's good and as that's like, what he's good at. He's good at being in an ensemble. And I don't want it... Uh, yeah. And this is an ensemble, so Gilmore, but, you, need but that means the, you need to step the Hulk the franchise is dead. I think the Hulk franchise in film is probably dead, but we probably roughly knew that already. You know, I liked the last Hulk movie. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, 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 I did too. One. It was just, if they would have come up with another one, everyone would have gone to see it. Edward right. Norton, blah, blah, blah. But right. now it's dead because of that. And Mark Ruffalo, I think, is them sort of giving up. There, the two things can happen. What's that? Either the Avengers comes out, and this really is the death of the the standalone Hulk franchise in film. Or it comes out in the damn movie is like Mark Ruffalo's coming out party. Maybe. And the dude just puts himself. I mean, nobody really knew that. I mean, even before I even knowing that 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 uh, Robert Downey Jr. was cast as Iron Man the day before Iron Man came out, you were pumped for Iron Man. But did you think that Robert Downey's career would turn into what it is today? 
Well, I mean, I wouldn't go that far. I mean, the only thing he's really done is Sherlock Holmes, right? Right, but he is a damn star. No, he is an he A-list, is a A-list star. Well, he's, he's and, and before Iron Man, you were like, dude, that's a really yeah. smart choice. But like five years ago, he was like yeah, high, yeah, he was high like, in his neighbor's bed, like his bed. Like, yeah, he hadn't mind. He hadn't done a lot, whole lot, you know. And then he, you know, he started. He does Wonder Boys. Remember when he did Wonder Boys, and everybody was like, oh shit, Robert Downey Jr. is in a movie then. And then he does Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, and you're like, okay, now he's coming back. And then the, the Marvel Iron Man announcement, we're like, dude, that makes so much sense. Yeah. Well, you know? I, I don't know if it'll work for this kid. Hopefully it does, because I would like to see some Hulk, Hulk stuff go Stand down. Standalone movies. Yeah, But of isn't course. it just the same damn movie over and over again? Like, you know, hey, man, like, oh, the shit, Hulk TV you... show lasted for five years. <laughs> we can right. make some more Hulk what, movies. What can you do with a Hulk movie that's not like, hey, I'm well, by so myself. Get away from oh, the... the army showed up, gotta run. Get away from the army. There's tons of other dudes out there. Put them on the a damn planet or some shit? Well, they could do that, but they did it in Planet Hulk, the animated movie. But what are they going to do, though? Like Other other than, like, here's another Hulk-like guy. Well, they, they had, I mean, they, they had with the whole, uh, Tim, you know, what was the guy, a guy who played the uh, scientist in the last one? Tim, uh, what's the name of the actor from, uh... The guy who oh, they brother, were out. Oh. The guy who they were setting up to be the leader? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Didn't they do that whole leader, like, setup thing? Like They set it up, but they left him with his head... His brain expanding, and that was right. like, then that was. I guess that was going to be leading into the next movie or whatever. It could be leading into the Avengers. You could have him coming yeah, back, doing a little thing. But yeah, no, no, like um, no, no, that's no. not going to happen. Yeah. Well, we'll It'd see. It'd be cool to see the leader. Yeah, it would. I mean, there's there's plenty of other cats in the Hulk universe that could come. Like out. who? Who would be a good cat? Like Hulk villain? Who do you think? Um, speak, well, speak now. <laughs> I do like the leader. I'm a big leader fan. And there's also other guys. Future Hulk, future bad guy Hulk, That'd be with the beard. No, that's too fanboyish. Okay. I don't think it'll fly. Okay, who else? Um, I don't know. Bring Thunderbolt in... Ross? No, no, no. no. Who and then Thunderbolt Ross. Bring in the Rhino or somebody. The Rhino? Rhino. Rhino. The Rhino, the, the Spider-Man villain? To yeah. fight the Hulk? They won't even put the, the Rhino in a Spider-Man movie. Hey, man, I'm just saying. I'm I want to start, options. I'm I'm start options. a Spider-Man movie yes. with a Rhino scene. Brilliant idea. He's not going to be the bad guy. Just like they did Scarecrow and Dark Knight. Right, but I want the Rhino to be in the Spider-Man movie early on. You know, that's how you handle the dude. Or Electro, early on. But the fucking Rhino... You can make an Electro movie. Maybe. But Rhino versus the Hulk ends in 10 minutes. <laughs> That's the thing. The Hulk is the same thing with Superman. When you got the strongest cats there, it's like you have to find someone who can step up. Either here's I, the I, thing. With Superman, you pull out the fucking green rock, and Superman is like, oh, you win. With the Hulk, where is that kryptonite? Exactly. they got to make him some... Or he runs away. Thunderbolt Ross shows up. Betty. Yeah, you have to threaten Betty. It's like... This is the Hulk versus Rhino. The Hulk literally goes, hey, what's up, Rhino? And then he goes, Hulk smash. Hulk just fucking, he just tosses Rhino like. Why the hell is Daredevil chilling on your desk? Because he's Daredevil. Put him back. He's Daredevil and he shows on my desk. Put him back. Welcome to to Geescape. Those questions don't need to be asked here, friend. There's Um, one, speaking of Daredevil, uh, what's this about the Falcon might be the next man with no fear? I didn't see that shit. Oh, come on, man. This is Geekscape. Where what are you talking about? Bring it. Bring it. I, I read about, about this online. Go to Marvel, You didn't read man. about it on our site. No, well, it should Marvel, be. By the time you see this, it will the, be on the, the Falcon? The Falcon. The Falcon will never be a cool character, and you know that, right? Hey, man. Racist? It's not, no, it's not a race. Like that. It's not a race thing, because Luke Cage is... Yeah, because Tyrese is up for that. The Falcon? No. Oh, uh, Luke man. Cage? See, Luke, I don't want to see Luke Cage unless he's wearing a yellow shirt, an afro, and fucking... Right. Belt. You want to see a, you want to see a, see a throwback? I'm down with the '70s heroes, man. That's that's where I came from. Was the set, I was never a big Marvel fan back when I was a kid. I was more of a DC cat, but I did appreciate the Marvel guys. Like, but seeing Luke Black Cage. Dynamite is that not fucking Luke Cage? Yeah, that's like that's 
That'd be amazing. That, that would be badass, actually. I'm down for that. Actually, one of my pet projects I want to do for myself, just to fuck around, is like take some of those old 70s Marvel like TV shows like Captain America, Spider-Man, and Hulk, and make my own Avengers trailer. That'd be badass. You might see it on Geekscape. Oh, that'd be awesome. You yeah, gotta just, do that. Just, just, yeah, just throw it Speaking back. of, uh... That could be huge. We had this guy join the Geekscape website. Um, I don't know. Fuck, what's his name? Oh, the guy who hates uh, uh, the 10 worst... Uh, that was good. This guy, Whitney, did the 10, wor- 10, oh, that 10 most annoying... that list? It's not a girl. It's Whitney's a, a guy. I still don't get it. Whitney's a guy. He made the 10 most annoying cartoon characters. I thought that was really good. And I hate to... But, I, uh, I disagree with it. If you guys go to Geekscape and you see it, one of them is the Great Gazoo. I, I just don't dig... Great no. Gazoo was badass. I actually liked that when you, went, you kind of scrolled down. You're like, Great Gazoo, nice. Who's number two? All right, whatever. And you get to number one... And it's like, yes. Well, everyone Scrappy knows Scrappy-Doo. Nobody, Scrappy Nobody likes Scrappy-Doo. Um, did you see this? Which makes it a great call. The, uh, you know, the Daughters of the Dragon, which is kind of worked in there with, like, Luke Cage. Yeah, they're and, Heroes for Hire. The, the Heroes for Hire. What is this? Um, the, this guy, uh, is, uh, Saeed Dominga, he's, like, a new Geekscape member. Okay. He fucking made this little short that was, like, a fan film based on Daughters of the Dragon. Oh, that's awesome. And that's on the website. You know, you should watch that. You should watch that. You should go on the website and watch that. Um, video games. The, like the, it is dead except for one thing, StarCraft Two. Yeah. All anybody cares about this week is StarCraft Two. Well, it's, it's huge. It's been yeah. running forever. Everybody's waiting on the damn StarCraft Two. I'm not in on the. I was glad we made it this far without video games because I don't know shit about video games. And well, why do you fuck, think we give fuck up your StarCraft, your WarCraft, yeah. your other? Video crafts. games is the most expensive thing to keep up to date with, so that's why we're uh, like either uh, we're either no video games. Even porn is cheaper than video games, folks. Yeah, yeah. Porn, pornography, people is cheaper, less expensive than your average video. People game. doing shit you couldn't do on the streets. Right. <laughs> <laughs> people, people doing shit to another human being that you would never do to a friend. Double anal, you know, double badge. One. You can pick that up. Five bucks. Yeah, I wouldn't go that far. After so, doing that to someone, that after doing five, that to someone that you bucks. value. In your life, you would have a different relationship with them. You would rather do, you can do that cheaper than by playing a video game. You True, understand? But so not like, cheaper than keeping up with weekly comics. Weekly comics, you can make cheap, dude. Comics are $1.99. No, they're not. Yes, they are, nerd. No, I got this one. Three ninety nine. That's what I said. I got this one. Free. Three ninety nine. I got that one. Free. It averages yeah, it out. It averages out. But listen. Don't don't shake your head at me. Video games are sixty dollars. Don't fifty dollars. Your money off on Starcraft two. Spend it on worthwhile stuff. Okay, so what about Starcraft two? Well, we got, An- we got this guy Andy Boy who writes for our site. He played the Starcraft two. He put his impressions up on the website. It's up now. Can they see it? Yeah. Yeah, you guys can go up on the website geekscape.net and just read the damn impressions of Starcraft two. It's better than me shelling out sixty dollars and a million do- fucking hours to play Starcraft two, a game it. I'm not even interested. The only thing I play is Superhero Squad. I don't even know what the fuck's going on. It's a kids game, and I'm still. Fine. You play that? Yeah, oh, so I awesome. You're really, like, I can't get past the first level. You're like the you're like Randy the Ram when he invites that little kid into like his shack to play the Nintendo game. You're playing like a kids game. Remember that the wrestler? No, who's Randy the Ram? Remember the wrestler with the, the movie The Wrestler? Okay, yeah, yeah. Did yeah, you yeah. see oh, that yeah, scene yeah, yeah, where yeah, you get the little kid to play the kids game with him? Yeah. Like Superhero Squad. Why don't you just go and get like Marvel Ultimate Alliance? I have Alliance Marvel or Alliance too. I don't yeah. know what the hell's going on. So you Dude, get a kids so game. Computer- it was a gift. Both of them were given to me at the same time. I guess she knew I was a retard, so. She's like, ah, here's this one that's kind of. Start with this. Start with this. <laughs> this no, it pretty much it was like, here, it has the Hulk on him. He'll like it. I'll shut him up. So, yeah. Dude, the, the game, what do you play on? Wii. Oh, 
I don't got it. For Xbox, you got to get that that Hulk Ultimate Destruction game or whatever that is. Yeah, you do. For the original Xbox, that's a fucking sweet-ass game. That is the Hulk game to end all Hulk Even so, I still don't really devote much time to video games. You will. I uh, was tutoring this kid this past week. One of my students was all about... uh, She's playing some online Toontown game, and I said, Oh, you should play Kingdom Hearts. I got her on to Kingdom Hearts. Mm. Grades... Kingdom Hearts is one of the yeah, best games. You're putting bullets in her kids' yeah, college, yeah, you know. Yeah. Her dreams. future, over. I'm her tutor, and I ended her life with Kingdom Hearts. Like, so, I don't know how to explain it. We're almost done here. We're almost done. Guys, check out geekscape.net for the latest news and reviews. We throw this stuff up daily. Follow us on Twitter at geekscape, spelled out, dot net, geekscape, D-O-T-N-E-T. If you want in on that uh, Scott Pilgrim contest, we're picking almost daily winners. Also, follow us at Facebook. And uh, YouTube at those URLs slash geekscape.net. Doing a great job. Um, you shut your fucking mouth. And I've also got this uh, the new merch, the Geekscape merch. So go to the geekscape.net web uh, store and uh, buy some t-shirts. Twitter.com slash monsterpr. That's what he does. How do you spell that? M-O-N-S-T-A-R-P-R. If you want to know when your fa- favorite fancy lady is signing Adult and shining. Superstar. That's where you go. That's, that's where you go. You um, what advice do you give as we're going out to guys who want a nice girlfriend like you have? Oh, want a nice girlfriend or wants to date an adult or want to get into porn? Yeah, how do you get into how do you porn? Get into Find a girl who will fuck only you. And then what? Get her into porn? Yeah, no. <laughs> well, I mean, isn't that the, don't you have to videotape it for yeah. Well, no. Find a hot chick who will fuck only you. She goes in to like uh, an agency or whatever says, I want to work. And then she's like, I only work with this cat right here. By default, they want to see the girl make her movies they gotta bring that dude in so she has to be smashingly uh. hot and only wanna fuck you yes there are Indiana Jones plots easier than that yeah, yeah. Hey, I never yeah. said it was easy yeah <laughs> who said it was easy are you in the midst of this plan right now no you'll never see mine it's on. gonna unlock no. some magical force we'll no. see him naked on a geekscape before you see him naked in a dude. porno <laughs> are you serious no no, no. Take it off, Mr. Raymond. Hello, Geekscapists. This is William Bibiani reporting to you from Comic-Con 2010 with adult superstar, Satine Phoenix. I'm an adult superstar? You are to me. Aww. Isn't that nice? Yeah. But you also star in uh, I Hit It With My Axe on I The Escapist. Sure do. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if, uh, if you guys aren't watching this, what the hell is the matter with you? And secondly, <laughs> uh, it's a reality television series about a group of uh, adult stars and their friends. And uh, a hairdresser. And a hairdresser. Mm-hmm. Uh, who get together and uh, play D and D at uh, where, where actually does it take place? It seems to take place in a relatively lived-in apartment. Zach and Mandy's house. Okay. So basically, we film it like we're filming our real. Yeah. We're, it's just there's a camera there and we play the way we normally play. Well, you know, it's interesting because so often when we see an adult star in any environment, it tends to be. Uh, Doing this. Environment. Well, no, but it's also something <laughs> in the environment. It's usually very sterile. It's like, oh, what an expensive couch. Well, it's less expensive now. Well, but, it's like, uh, yeah. It's that porn sets. Yeah. But yeah. no, but, but the thing I like about Hitman Axe is we have to see you outside of that environment and just hanging out and being normal, relaxed, and groovy. I have a huge secret you want to hear. Oh my god, yes. Porn stars are people too. What? Yeah, you, you... heard it from the sad teen's mouth. Yeah, you heard it here first, Scapist. <laughs> But, uh, so you've been playing, uh, you've been playing D and D since you were in high school, right? Yeah, fifteen years. Yeah. Since I was a wee fifteen-year-old little girl. Yeah. Yeah. What, what do you like best about it? I like playing games, whether they're video games, tabletop games, yeah. board games. I don't even care as long as I'm playing. Yeah. I, I don't like reality. Yeah. So I take myself elsewhere. 
Yeah, no, I, is, does that, how does that cater into your acting career? Because you're in a lot of different movies, and while physically perhaps they might be somewhat similar, you've been in a variety of, you're in Milf Seeker 13, when I, you seem a little young to have started a family, so I assume that was acting. No, it's like my first movie was a MILF movie. Yeah, I, I don't. don't I didn't buy it well, personally. I'm 25. I'm a little old yeah. back then, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't have an uh, actress career. Yeah? No, I'm a comic book artist now. Are you really? Yeah. And did you give it up now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Are you happy about that? Yeah. You yeah. know, it's a lot less work. I could play World of Warcraft all the time. Yeah. 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 Oh, sorry. Is it not Hello. Can you uh, Hello. Uh, so, uh, what, tell, us, tell us about what you're, what you're working on. Um, well, I can't talk about them because they're all in like pre-production. Right. Yeah. But okay. it's like me doing the art. Some of them is mine, some of them I'm sharing. I'm sharing one with a, yeah. the lead singer of Mankind is Obsolete. That's pretty cool. That is That's very cool. That's a really good band if you yeah. like industrial music. Yeah. And um, yeah, so it's just like I'm working with a couple of people. The stuff I really want to do is I want to get this, um, it's a five book series and it's about my life and five other strippers lives so it's okay. it's autobiography and biographies yeah. with a little bit of surreal i don't know i don't like to be put into you know whatever genres anything media. i don't like to yeah. be put in anything no labels for no satine labels. phoenix yeah so i just i got that going on yeah it's everything i just made the career change so yeah. it's all kind of boiling it's not done yet well now that you made the career change are you keeping your 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 adult superstar name you are? Yeah. You're, you're not going to go like The Rock and turn into Dwayne Johnson again? I'm, I will never be Dwayne Johnson. You heard it here first? Never. How did you come up with your name, Satine um, Phoenix? Well, I like Ian McGregor, so I like Moulin Rouge. Yeah. Because it's like me. It's like a living cartoon, you know? It's yeah. really emotional and crazy. Yeah, very So animated. Satine, yeah. it's an amazing name. And then Phoenix I found in China. I was hiking in the oh. China. And you I found a Phoenix? I found a phoenix like on the side of a, a mountain. It was carved. I know. That's it's very all, cool. Yeah. So here, here I am. It just clicked. Satine Phoenix. That's very awesome. How, um, are, are you going to continue doing I Hit It With My Axe? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. How, how did they approach you for that? Was that just your regular game and then Zach said, hey, you want to film this? Or did they pitch it? Or, or? Basically. Yeah. So he started a blog called DND with Porn Stars. I think it's mm -hmm. at blogspot.com. Ooh, I'm... I'm not selling this very well. Or WordPress. I don't Just know. Just Google it. <laughs> um, yeah, so the escapists came across it. Yeah. And they're like, that is a fucking great idea. Can I say that? Yeah. Can I say the F word? You can say whatever the fuck you want, bitch. Yeah. So, so, yeah, they came to us and they're like, you want to do this. And not everybody was down at first yeah. because this is a very private thing that we do. It's a lot easier for girls to take their clothes off than to open their mouths and say something. That's deep. It is. I'm not sure I even understand that, yeah. but that's but that's very. But that's what it is. Yeah. No, seriously, like, because yeah. you well, know, so, when, so, when so, there's a camera around, you, yeah. you pose and you you get yourself prepared and you're right. ready for it. But when you're gaming, like half of them, I've got, I'm like looking down, I got double chin, I got food hanging out of my mouth, mm -hmm. like that is real, yeah. <laughs> you know. Now I noticed that you have some of them are guest stars. Uh, when uh, Justine Zerli is a guest star, mm -hmm. Sasha Gray was a guest star. These aren't regular people who actually play games with you. You just brought them in for. The, the fun of it, or, or yeah. yeah. So basically, uh, we our core has been playing with each other for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so we thought it'd be we like to bring in our girlfriends anyway to play because yeah. we like to play with new people. So this is just another I don't know like we pick girls that we would invite anyway. Right. And you guys get to see it. 
and, and we do. And that's it. <laughs> and we do. And we do get to see it, and we and we do enjoy it. Well, I'd like to thank you for stopping by. Thank you, the lovely, wonderful, talented Satine Phoenix, Comic Con 2010 from Geekscape. Baby makes an app. Hello, Geekscapists. This is William Bibiani reporting to you live via recorded video from Comic Con 2010, and I am here with writer, director, star, artist Larry Blemeyer. I think I got that right. You got it right, and, and you included almost everything that I do. Oh my God, what I miss? No, I'm sure plenty of things. Plenty of things. Okay, you 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 clean up around did the house, etc. Did you say actor? I did. I think I said actor. Did I say actor? actor? Well, you said star. So. I said star. You yeah. are a star. All right, star is fine too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we're here, and he's of course uh, the the auteur wunderkind of Lost Skeleton of Cadavera, and he's coming out with uh, a couple movies in the Shout Factory. Lost Skeleton returns again. Yep. And uh, Dark and Stormy Night. Dark and Stormy Night, yeah. Both uh, shout is uh, uh, putting both of them out. Uh, August seventeenth is the street date on that. Now, the one movie that I'm, I'm seeing absent from here and that was promised in Lost Skeleton was, of course, Trail of the Screaming Forehead. I tell people, uh, please be patient. We're being patient. Trail of the Screaming Forehead, I believe, will finally emerge and uh, is in process. But um, I can't tell you anything more than that right now. Well, for people who are excited about the Lost Skeleton sequel, uh, since Trail was mentioned in the credits of the first Lost Skeleton, are we missing something? Is there like a sequel being skipped, or will they be able to go right into the Lost Skeleton 2 and feel right at home? No, there's nothing missing. Uh, I think you'll feel like, uh, in fact, Lost Skeleton 2 you can even enjoy if you haven't seen the first movie pretty much. Uh, but, um, uh, but yeah, it goes, no, it goes directly into it. There's been a two-year gap, of course, uh, between the end of Lost Skeleton Cadaver and the beginning of Lost Skeleton Returns again. There's been two years since then where uh, Dr. Paul Armstrong has been lost in the jungle and become a, a raging alcoholic. Is there going to be a Dr. Armstrong, I presume, moment? Um, there is a moment. It's not quite, uh, I presume, but uh, I won't say anything more like that. But it's a, it's a moment, moment that seems to be getting a nice reaction from, the, from viewers so far. Now, the Lost Skeleton movies and, and uh, all these other, they're, they're, they're very much based on an, an older style of film, specifically 1950s sci-fi in the case of Lost Skeletons. But there aren't terribly many sequels to those. I'm thinking of like War of the Colossal Beast. and not a lot. Well, How did you go about coming up with a sequel to movies that didn't get a lot of sequels? I don't like sequels. And I, I, <clears throat> people had asked me if there would be a sequel to Cadaver, and I always kind of you know shake my head. And I hadn't really thought about um, doing it uh, for maybe you know several years or so, if at all, but because to, to me with a sequel, there's got to be an idea. There's got to be something that that brings something new to the table and makes it makes it different. I don't like sequels that repeat jokes from the first movie or just repeat the first movie. Or um, and so there was a conscious effort to um, to make it quite a bit different. It's more of a jungle adventure. Um, there's color in it. I won't say any more than that. Uh, but it's not just black and white and um, and it's like a movie with a, uh, it's a spoof of a movie with a bigger budget, in a way. Ah. Uh, and frankly, the idea came to me while watching some old um, jungle adventure on TV. Um, and that was what put the spark in my head. Before that, I hadn't really thought about doing a sequel. The one thing I really liked about Lost Skeleton was that on the surface, it's a rather obvious joke. Oh, it's a bad movie. But under that... It's, it's actually a little more complicated because every character isn't just playing a bad character. They're playing an actor acting badly. And you can tell that there's like another story going on behind the scenes. Are you continuing that with Dark and Stormy Night and Lost Skeleton 2? Um, you know, not so much in Dark and Stormy Night. I think that we wanted to be... Lost Skeleton of Cadaver was a spoof of essentially a bad movie. 
and, and hopefully a, a good-natured one. Dark and Stormy Night is actually not a spoof of a bad movie. It's a spoof of an old movie, of a, of a genre that could be. They were, some were bad. I mean, these are old Dark House movies we're talking about. Right. They made a ton of them. Some were bad, some were good, some were very cheap, and some had, had a budget and stars. Um, so it's, uh, it, it's, it's kind of a, a different thing for the actors. They're adapting um, uh, parts that were um, archetyped in, in, in these type of movies, the old Dark House movies. So it's different from Cadavra where, for instance, Dan Conroy says that I guess I, 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 my direction to him when he played um, Ranger Brad was that uh, you're the actor who was hired because he happened to have a ranger suit. So the cast was aware that they were playing actors who were playing these roles. And uh, for a while, we actually, you know, entertained the idea of trying to put it over as a, as a found movie, a lost movie found, which, mm-hmm. which, you know, you can only carry so far. We didn't carry that very far because with the internet, that's you know, yeah, you, you can't can, really, couldn't have you couldn't yeah. have fooled anyone really. Would have just been. Um, so, so for Lost Skeleton Two, are they going to be playing the same actors returning to those roles? Yeah, uh, shamelessly because um, they're not only you know not only is the cast returning, but even the dead members of the cast are returning. Um, and the way to do that was to bring them back as the twin of the person that died in the first movie. <laughs> yeah. And so two of them come back as twins, and uh, it's, you know, again, a, a ridiculous thing to do, and that's why we did it. It's, it's fantastic. Now, one other project I think a lot of people have always been excited for from you, and I, I think I just heard someone else interview you about it as well, but uh, Steam War. Look, we saw all the images. They looked really cool. What is going on with Steam Wars? Steam Wars I've been developing for years. It's a pet project of mine, and uh, it's very much different from the stuff that we've done. It's a uh, um, a big action adventure sci-fi epic set in the 1890s. It's it kind of it, there's a steampunk element to it, although I had developed it for years before I'd even heard the term steampunk. Um, and it's it's a very uh, gritty and swashbuckling adventure, which I think is the kind of thing, you know, we need uh, we need more of. Um, I miss. I, I don't think there's a lot of good action on the screen these days. So it's certainly not in that fun level. Is either taking itself too seriously, or it's all special effects driven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you follow the three heroes through this movie, and it's kind of they're kind of like the guys from Gunga Din or the Three Musketeers. They kind of screw up and. And, uh, and yet fun-loving, they, mischief-making heroes. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And yet they, they, they manage to keep saving the day. And uh, every time they destroy one of their steam rigs, they get um, uh, elevated to a, a larger classification of rig. Part of the fun with Steam Wars for me is classifications, because you, mm-hmm. you know these are machines, fighting machines that come in all different sizes. They have all different size crews. It's low-tech. It's down and dirty. I call it blue-collar sci-fi, because yeah. it's just... It's rusty rivets, bolts, yeah. and coal. A lot of coal. What, what, are, what are your giant robot influences on that? Were you a Battletech fan, a Robotech fan? No, no, not really. Um, and 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 I want to just make make it clear: they're actually not robots, even oh. though they, they seem to be giant robots. They're actually machines driven by a crew. For instance, Touche. The, you know, with um, with the largest. Um, it's terrible. With the largest rigs, you know, you got a 180 foot high rig. That was really. I, can't I know. I look at a geek's game and I fucked that. I'm. Uh, That's embarrassing. Um, <laughs> so anyway, they uh, just just go on. Let's, just go on. Let's let's, let's, just let's get pretend that the internet will forgive. I want to get past this Please. whole ugly thing. God damn it! Um, God damn it! Always forgive. Yeah. 
So uh, you get to see throughout the Steam Wars uh, story, throughout the adventure, you get to see different classifications of, of, of these steam rigs. Mm. Um, and, you know, the United States is fighting Prussia. I picked Prussia because I don't think it can really offend anyone these days. Yeah. Um, and so that's the, that Prussia, that'll be the new heavy for, in film from now on. Like Prussians, it. the new heavy. Yeah. Um, and, what uh, makes the Prussians so bad? Are they are they committing genocide? Someone, you know what? You know what? You know, essentially, they're 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 uh, retro Nazis. I mean, kind of. Oh. You know, that's what that's what. So so they're killing everyone, but they're old timey about it. Right. Right. Okay. Very old timey, yeah. and they're developing a secret weapon. And the Americans, the heroes in uh, in Steam Wars, um, are uh, trying to to find out what that is, and they're they're trying to survive. And every time they they take out a steam rig, it gets destroyed, and they get elevated to they get. Um, Promoted to to yeah. a higher class of, of vehicle. That way, we get to see all these different classifications and stuff, which to me is fun. That that is fun. And is there any movement on that? Or we can we, we expect, I, have time? Finally, to see it? you know, I've been developing it over the years with with lots of lots of graphics and stuff. And the website is pretty rich with with stuff like that and details. But I finally did the script uh, a few months ago, so we're just starting to get that out there now. And okay. we're also looking into the gaming possibilities because uh, you know it could end up starting as a game. And then, then becoming a movie. Although movie is, you know, the ultimate for me. Absolutely. Well, uh, thank you very much. Cool. Thank you, Larry. Thanks, William. Thank you. Uh, Lost Skeleton Two and Dark and Stormy Night from Shot Factory. Check it out. William Bibiani from Geekscape.net. <laughs>